Put on a record, season two, episode two. That's what we're doing. Season two. Uh, pinch me, I'm dreaming. No, you're totally on there. I think. I, Was I muted for that? <laughs> Actually, I think. I, oh, sweet. Yay. A couple episodes ago. The, Thanks the for the uh, feedback, guys. Appreciate saying, it. Uh, fly me to the moon. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Did uh, it yeah, really? Uh, no, you I don't think I've gotten to that uh, one yet. I, I said a couple weeks ago because I just edited it, and by the time people hear this one, it would have been out for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Ooh, very exciting, timey-wimey stuff. Young but Pinch this week, we're talking about what? Young Pinch. Yeah, A.K.A. Mr. Doesn't Have a Wikipedia Page. He doesn't. Yeah. Mr. Doesn't Have a Wiki. I don't think he's big enough. So mad at that, by the way. But like I like I haven't like listened to him until this project, which I mean guess is everything you need to know about him from my perspective. But like I've heard of him. You know what I mean? Like it's not that he hasn't hit my radar. I just never listened to him. Yeah. Pretty much. So I was just so I was just like, okay, this is an opportunity to actually listen to him. I found but, him. I mean, he's got. Yeah, I found him on YouTube. Uh, I just saw like the the thumbnail, and I'm like, "Who is this fucking long haired white boy?" Yeah, without a wiki, I could never figure out if he was uh, yeah, uh, a long haired white boy. Pretty... He does keep his hair. His, in front of his face hair, is too. hidden in a lot of things yeah, because of his long hair. He, he's from. Yeah, he's from, from the West Coast, which is kind of interesting compared to the demographics of where the rest of his genre comes from. So that, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. this album, though, was not my first forte. Um, I, I'm a Young Pinch fan. Um, I've listened to the previous two albums and the mixtapes. Uh, I enjoy it. And the way I explained it to Dwayne when I first heard this dude is like, I wouldn't say he's super talented in any category, like in anything that he does. He just kind of does everything right. Like everything that he does just kind of works the way he does it. And like, I like it. And I'd probably been way more into this dude. Like if this shit had come out when I was in high school, but I mean, yeah. Um, Oh, but, I would love I mean, this in high school. Now, I mean, I don't really relate to any of it, but I, I, I put it on. I vibe to it. Yeah, well, that was that was kind of my my first three listens or so. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I kind of put it on while I'm cooking dinner or doing this that around the house to get the general: Am I going to enjoy this or not? You know, without dissecting it. You know, just listening to it as a casual listener, as opposed to a, you know, a music producer or podcast member. You know, what I mean, uh, and it just kind of like it had a vibe it just moved all the way through without you know being too jarring in any one place so yeah so it was i'll say most of my thoughts for the end but yeah no it, uh dude seemed to check the boxes without diving too deep into them about to say are we gonna start with general comments yeah, or are we no, going straight talking, into the number one song so, yeah uh first first track is uh mm, no one's okay. there uh, my first note on this is way to start it off breaking my eardrums with a production tag. <laughs> it's but as bad as it is, it's not even. <laughs> but it's not even the worst one. I forget now. which song it is because I didn't make a note of it. But there were three producer tags in a row. Yeah, because um, they collabed on it. Yeah, so there was three producer tags. This one, was but yeah, just, the, yeah, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, Mario. Yeah, I did. I did enjoy the vocal layering. Uh, I wish he would have used the same vocal layering on the hook. Um, but the the lalas at the end they were unnecessary. That was my only downside of the track. Oh, I don't necessarily agree with that. I thought they were they were on point for the song. I can understand why you hated them. My first couple of passive listens. Um, I think I was in your boat, but when I read it and actually paid attention to the lyrics of the song with it going along, the fact that it's not like a super long song and he goes into it with the whole lyrical side of it, 
it actually worked for me as much as I hate to say that actually. So, yeah, I didn't have any problem like with it, actually um, being like the first thing of his that I've actually listened to, you know, for the point of actually listening to him. I thought it was a pretty good way to start the album without any bearing on past music at all. Um, I like that it had a sort of an upbeat feel to the beat, but then it was juxtapos- juxtaposed with his somber singing. Like, you know, he was singing a little, you know, sad, but the beat was more up-tempo, which definitely gave him that the difference with him being on the West Coast as opposed to some of his peers, uh, you know, who are from the other side down South, you know, sort of thing. So I, I ended up liking it. I, it was only average but I mean, I thought it was a good way to start it off. I liked it. Well, I gave it a four and a half. Good deal. Yeah. All right. Uh, next track is mixed messages. Um, I the vocal work was good. The writing was less than spectacular. Nothing else really spoke to me with this track. It gave me mixed messages. You could say. <laughs> Uh, I thought it, I thought it was cool. Um, I, at this point, I'm like I'm not sure that I'm a super fan of the way he sings, you know. But I thought the song was solid. Uh, I thought the beat, the beat and concept of the song were good. Uh, the lyrics were fine, you know, not super over the top. Um, but it's another one of those one verse songs. Um, but it was kind of interesting that he's got two, you know he has the bridge and the, two different bridges. So it's like he's got three verses more or less with the chorus at the beginning and the end it's just like a a weird way to format stuff but uh i it, i enjoyed the song even though i wasn't necessarily loving the way he was singing it i thought it was a pretty good song um it was a breakup song but like a struggle song too which i really liked um i liked the boom bap like the way the 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 bass and the snare are the the way they did that in this song was just great it really drew me into the song um it was a little repetitive for me though but i did give it a 4.25 good deal um the third good track deal is indeed friends um i thought this one was dope i really like the hook um I would have liked something a little more upbeat in this spot on the album, uh, but we'll get to that at the end. Um, <laughs> but I did like this track. I thought it was okay. I thought the uh, the whole thing was a bit dry, melodically, actually. Um, could have been more variation, could have been more anything. Really, uh, it was a good story. It was an okay song, but I'm not yeah, sure. I'm I agree a little bit higher on it than you probably are, John. Uh, I thought the song reminded me of like a Ty Dolla Sign song, uh, being that they're both from the West Coast. It kind of makes sense. Um, but he's got that singing rap flow that everyone seems to like right now. Uh, I thought the beat was pretty radio-ish, you know, so it would fit well. The subject and the chorus would do well on the radio. Um, like to me, this is like the driving with the windows down kind of track, you know, it, it fits the vibe. Um, so yeah, I put, I rated a little bit above average, like not a standout track by any means, but it seems like the kind of track that I think would do well in the late spring, you know, on playlists and radio when the weather starts to warm up a bit. Track four is uh, far cry. Everything on this track is on point. Great beat, great melody. Uh, this is my favorite track on the album. Nice. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I I don't know if I'd go that far. I think you're a far cry from the best song. It is a good song though, I'm not gonna lie. It has a lot better melody than uh, Close Friends did. Um it could have been maybe a little bit repetitive, but other than that, it, it's got a lot of really subtle things that are fantastic about this song. There's a, pieces of the beat i can't even explain to you what they were because i tried to figure out what they were and couldn't figure out what it was it's like an ooh or an ah or a, i don't know he's got it layered in there very very well um 
but there's just a lot of things in the beat that are great. Yeah, for me, um, it had a Juice World vibe to it, which you know is a good thing usually if you do it well. Um, I thought he had a nice vibe and flow on it. Beat was nice. Uh, so like the type of beat that he used is like destined to make these type of tracks uh, that kind of have that Juice World feel where they're super super melodic and a little bit big. Um, so yeah, I gave I gave it a four out of five. You know, not a classic by any means, but you know. It, far enough above average that it would stand out if it was played again. Track five is Hard Times. Uh, this is the most upbeat tune so far. Um, it's a good vibe track, uh, but most of the album is a vibe track. Um, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. See, so Dylan, I would like to follow you up on this. My notes literally say it's more of the same. Um, it's a, the beat is a little underdeveloped, a little bit chugging, but okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, I said uh, it's it. not my favorite song on here. Yeah, um, but there's something to be said about a song that is pretty much one verse over a beat, but it's got enough styles and switch ups to make it interesting. Like there wasn't a real chorus or a second verse or anything, but it's like pretty much just one run long on. Uh, run on verse from the beginning after that intro so i thought there was nothing special about the beat too um, but i thought that it was empty enough that he was able to do all the things he did stylistically on his delivery uh to make it a presentable track but definitely not my favorite on it track six devil's way um i wasn't a huge fan of this one at all um the melody just seemed kind of flat. The lyrics were cool. Like, it was decent writing, but it was fairly skippable for me. It's a forever uh, skip track for me. I It didn't sound like it belonged on the album. Like, it fit fine. But what he was saying didn't fit with everything else. Like, to be perfectly, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um it just doesn't fit. The chorus was all right, but both verses were just not okay. Yeah, to me, my, if you take the beat out, the song just reminds me of an XXX song. Uh, it's darker than some of his previous tracks, subject-wise, you know, and had a pop rap element to it still. Um, and then you got the beat, which to me sounded too upbeat for what Pinch was trying to do. Um, but it almost worked for me. Um, so to me, it was like a solid album cut. Like, so I wouldn't go as far as to say it's an instant skip, but I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to it. Track seven is Heart Shaped Necklace. Um, this was the only track off this album that I had heard prior to the album's release. Um, I was not a fan of it then, and I'm still not a fan of it. <laughs> same it was a weird sappy song especially after the devil's way song we literally just talked about it was a super weird swing in this album that it just felt really weird the guitar yeah. work was okay to though. me my note is uh this song is as much of a pop punk song as it is a rap track like Take the instrument, take the instrumentation okay. out, okay. and switch it with any you know late '90s pop punk riff, and it's the same song. Um, so I thought it was an okay hybrid. Uh, the beat was okay. The lyrics were relatable and easy to listen to, but not average, in my opinion. Like it stuck out in the wrong way. Ooh, track eight. I don't even care. Um, he slightly squishes the flow up a little bit on like that on this one, which was a little bit refreshing. Uh, the track mm -hmm. as a whole, though, wasn't really a standout by any means, but it wasn't the worst track either. Um, it was cool. I wouldn't skip it. The only thing I really, really liked about this specific track, like everything is fine, right? I don't really have anything to say about the the, the song uh, the song because it's the same as everything else on the album. But I really, really, really liked the chorus. Yeah, the, cor the chorus was cool. I My favorite part was the beat. Like, I thought the beat was well executed. I thought it was really? well executed. 
Um, but the chorus, it was funny because, you know, it reminds me of, you know, I smell sex and candy, which is, you know, another mm -hmm. late, other late yes. 90s reference, um, which Marcy is kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. But and then you keep going, you go through it. And, you know, in his second verse, he talks about easy, you know, what I mean, so it's like, you know, he, you can tell that he's a little versed in you know some of the older, older music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, overall, I thought it had a chop. He had the chopping flow. That seems to be kind of the staple go-to flow for the rap artists coming from his generation. Uh, that was fine. Uh, so I thought it worked pretty well. But it was just it was just average overall for me. At the end all be all. Track nine is precious. Um, I really liked this one, not for any particular reason, just personal preference. It kind of struck a chord with me. Um, and the out is where it falls in the album as a whole. I would have preferred this to be the last track on the album. I would have, I, I can't say, <clears throat> first of all, isn't it called Precious Cargo? You just no? cut out on my, Am I wrong? my bed. Okay, not. You're there. Hello? We're Am I there? Live. Are we still live? Okay. Well, first and foremost, isn't it, it is. Precious Cargo? Sure is. My bad. Okay. Great. I just wanted to make sure that we, no, 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 it's all good. I just wanted to make sure I'm that's, that's why you're here, spot man. everybody else We don't need another. Uh, what was it? Ritz picture perfect picture this scenario. Correct. <laughs> all right. Correct. Go listen to it. It's it's on Spotify and other streaming places. Um, but Precious Kogo, I thought was a really good song. I don't know if I would have put it last though. What about the song oh, makes no, you want to put it last? Like so what album closers are big for me. Like for me, album closers yeah. can almost make and make or break an album. Um, I can agree with that because it it, it essentially makes it listenable right. or like not. You need again, to make ever. an impression on. You need to leave an impression. And on a good. On and right. And that's okay, I, I said, agree. I liked this song not for any particular reason. It just personal preference struck a chord with me. That's why I would have preferred it last. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily put it last to me. It's one. It's like an early album sort of a song, but I can... see. I would agree, yeah, with but I understand what he's saying that, that he wants a strong song at the end. And if you are struggling to find strong songs, you're going to put it there. Um, so, but I like the song. Uh, I thought it was a solid album track. The beat was solid. Concept was pretty lyrical or pretty typical for what you know these guys talk about. Uh, I thought the chorus was well put together and, you know, it carried the song, in my opinion, you know, as long as that chorus is, you know, it better be good. Um, I thought the yeah. beat had a nice bounce to it, uh, bounce to it. It was a great backdrop for this kind of song. It sort of, to me, it seemed like the song that you go and get the Wiz Khalifa feature for. Like it, it's, it's got the bounce. It's, it's friendly. It's easily accessible. You're kind of talking your shit. Uh, it's the kind that, you know, Wiz usually snaps on. Um, but overall, I just I ended up thinking it was just pretty average, but it could have been placement at this point. That's fair. And the last track is Other Side. Um, I felt like this track probably catered to his hardcore audience pretty well. Um, it To me, it would have fit better in the middle of the album, and the lyrics were not great. So, Yes. I actually liked it a lot. I thought it had good um, bounce, beat, whatever you want to call it. The speaking intro piece was a little bit awkward, but I loved the way it dropped in and the melodic intro that it had. Um, it really drew me into the song. Um, overall, it was only an okay song, and it ends very abruptly. Okay, So that's why I was asking about the other song being the last song. Do you think if they were switched – you would have maybe felt better because this one ends so abruptly. Mm. No, I still would have liked nine to end it. Okay. Yeah. So Dwayne, what do you I've feel about a, it? I've got more notes on this probably than any other song on here. Um, to, to start nice. with, uh, this is the only song on the project with three verses. Ooh, I did not note that yeah. at all. Uh, and a year ago, I would have said it's crazy you know, to point out that somebody wrote three verses on the song, 
But as short as music's come, you know, in the last 18 months or whatever, it, it's become something to note when an artist can sit down and pen three coherent verses and a chorus to a song. Uh, so I thought, I thought that was cool. And to what you were saying, how it ends so abrupt is when you're listening to all of these other songs on his project, he's got like a chorus, yeah. a bridge, a verse, a bridge, a chorus, an outro. You know what I mean? Like he's got, he, yeah. he's established his own format and this is the only one that's broke his format. You know, he, it's only, it's verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's bam, 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 bam. And then his outro is just a one line. I'm from the other side of town, which is the first line from his chorus. So, cause he doesn't have a court cause he doesn't have a chorus. Yeah. At the end. So yeah. So I get how it right. ends. It's kind of weird. Um, but I kind of like the track to me. It's not really a banger, but it's an album cut. Got a laid back vibe to it. Uh, the beat really made the song for me, but pinch didn't really slack on it yeah. by any means. Like I said, it, there's something to be said about an artist who can sit down and, and write three coherent verses even though if he had to put a bridge and, you know, an outro on this thing, the song would have been like six minutes long. Because <laughs> you know he's making three, four minute songs out of one verse joints. You know what I mean? So like, to, to sit yeah, down and write true. three, you would have, he had to sacrifice something. And I think that that's just what ended up in sacrifice was the ending. So overall, um, I mean, I'll give it. I would give this album a three. Um, I I would. It's not his best album, that's for sure. Uh, if you haven't listened to Seven One Forever, um, his first major album, uh, that album, I if I if we reviewed it today, I'd probably give it a four, four and a half. Um, this one, eh, I mean, there's a couple tracks I'll pull off of here, but it was okay. It was it was average. I gave it a 3.6 with a couple of high scores throughout. Um, my biggest problem with the whole album is that I feel like it starts real good. And I feel like in the middle, I, not that it slows down, but it just doesn't continue the upbeat or, uh, you know, the, the good vibe throughout. It kind of loses something. I don't know right. what it is. There's no way I could tell you exactly what it is but something in the middle falls away and then he and then in the end of it he's he comes back in with some better I songs i agree with me. that like there was there wasn't really a lot of upbeat tracks in this and if you go back to seven one forever like the the biggest hit off that was rock with us which is is upbeat um and and that this album was missing something like that yeah you know but he was trapped inside for the last year that's true so <laughs> But yeah, no, I, go, I agree. Can't go to the yeah. beach. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I agree with you, John. I, it started off pretty strong. Um, and then it kind of tapered into, I won't necessarily say bad. It just kind of became his formula. You know what I mean? Like a Extra regular. Yeah, like he just didn't stand out from what he was doing previously. Um, I think that's a perfect statement. Didn't yeah, stand out. But my end all be all of it being this is my first interaction with him. Uh, I thought he was talented lyrically. He's right there. Like he's got a minimalist pop song writing style and he's got that down. Um, so like they're not really slacking lyrically on any of these songs. Uh, I think he has the right idea for what type of beats to use. They're like more of the West coast beach vibe, but still mixed with what everybody else is doing. Um, but I would still probably put him like a step or maybe a tier behind Kid Leroy. Um, Cause like he's got that polished, easily accessible thing to him. And I think he's just missing that part so far. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so funny that you mentioned Leroy um, in my general comments. Literally I have feels like a broken Leroy. Yeah. I just don't think he's there yet. Like he could be. You know what I mean? And he may have he may have been yeah, closer I on agree. his last one from what Dylan's saying. But like to, not even his last one, right. one before that. Oh, see that's that's a bad sign. Um so I've I got some mixed feelings about the one verse songs, you know, but that's my personal thing. Um but I think his understanding of songwriting components allows him to make songs that are catchy and prevents them from being too short. 
which we've talked about with some of the previous uh, reviews that you know songs are just short for the sake of being short. So he's filling up like yeah, a so minute and a half. Three choruses and other vocal elements, which make it a whole song as opposed to just a one verse and done. Um, I thought the project blended together well. Um, you know, you're not really focused on it. You know, yeah, yeah. It 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 makes for a very very good pass. Yeah. So, but if you don't listen to it, you miss some of the nuance and some of the good things he actually brings yes. to it. Um, so usually I say if it just kind of vibes together, it's a bad thing. But I think that it's more of a credit to what he's doing as opposed to a defect, like I've mentioned it in the past, where it's consistent, not necessarily the same. Um, so at this point, yeah. I've listened to it a couple of times, uh, and I listen to it every time. And, you know, it never really changed, in my opinion. Uh, math came out to 3.4, which is lower than either one of you. Um, but still slightly above average. So I think to the credit, to his credit, he created a decent project, even if it's not his best project. Yeah. I, I have one other note that he finds a way to do a lot with a very lim- what seems like a very limited range. Yeah. He stays in his pocket, and that's always a good sign of an artist. John, since you yeah. did give a few of these tracks fairly high marks, uh, please go and listen to Seven One Forever. Um, specifically, the track "Here We Go Again," and I'll add it to your playlist at the end as well. Okay, cool. I can do that. But I mean, as far as that album and this album, I mean, I, they're not. I mean, I guess you could compare them, but you know what is really unfair to compare? Um. A bull taking drugs? Uh, yeah, close. Uh, two garbage ass rappers, uh, Matt Ox, oh, and Lil Zan. Um, before we start, this, close. Before we start, this, how how old is Lil Zan? He's twenty four years old. All right, because I gotta I gotta be careful what I say. Oh God! All right, well, Matt Ox is only like fifteen yeah, or something. Sixteen. 16. Yeah. Listen, here's sixteen. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna comment on a mon- on a minor's body. I'm just gonna give some gen- oh Dylan. generic medical advice uh, to Matt Ox. Um, get your get your T levels checked, bud. You're too young to be having them problems. Um. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about their music. This comes from experience. Yeah. Um, so, so what'd you think about it? Uh, I'll start with Lil Xan. All right. So I had a bit of prejudice with Lil Xan. Um, I assumed from the get go that I didn't like Lil Xan. I wasn't going to like Lil Xan. Um, over the last year or so, I have actually found a few Lil Xan things that I like. Um, he does have a track, uh, Baby You Love Me which I believe was pulled off a streaming service due to uh, copyright infringement. But uh, you can YouTube that one. That's a good track. He also has a track with uh, Jumex called XOXO, which I really, really like. Um, And then, like, you know, he's a white boy with the face tats from California, and I'm just like, eh, whatever. But, like, reading more about this dude, like, I knew he had problems with opiate abuse. Um, but now he's like a big advocate for like getting clean off of opiates and shit. So like, I'm not going to diss on the dude musically. It's just not for me, but, but he does have a couple of good ones in there. Matt Ox on the other hand is straight fucking garbage. Like I can't find a single fucking thing I like about this. Kid. Even, I mean, especially his fucking haircut. His haircut's stupid as fuck, but like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I feel bad because he's a fucking kid, and like, I don't want to just sit here and fucking shit on this kid all day. But like, his music is fucking garbage. <laughs> They're like, so did you listen to his? Oh, and it doesn't tell me. He did a feature with, I believe yeah. it's XXX yeah, That's the worst track on that album. I, I actually liked his chorus piece that he did. I thought it was dope. It would have been better if he had Trippy do it or fucking Ski Mask would have done better. <laughs> that might be correct. 
So, I mean, it's it's not even a fucking, it is unfair to compare for real, which, like, I thought these two were going to be great to compare, but, like, no, Lil Xan, 100%, Matt Ox is straight garbage. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little harsh for me, like, in general, like, as a general <laughs> statement, because I am not a fan of either one. Um, I am familiar with Lil Xan because he was discovered by Stat Quo, and for people who know a little bit of history stat quo was discovered by dr dre and eminem um back in the middle shady era not 2.0 but after d12 um and he was like the next best thing from the south coming out and kind of missed all the marks and fell off um so when he found a a, a white boy with face tats you know named after a drug you're kind of like okay well let me listen to what this is and he was okay like, so I'm not really a fan of his, but I feel that he kind of fits the current trend being a couple years old now because he hasn't released anything new in a bit. Um, but he never stood out as special to me. Like, he checked all the boxes as barely passable for music. Like, he's got an okay ear for beats. He can rap, but there's nothing to distinguish him from literally anybody else. Like, throw throw a dart and you could find somebody to rap for those things. Um, Matt, on the other hand, you could tell that he came from X's camp. Uh, he's got a better ear for beats. Uh, he didn't though. Well, I'm just based on what I've listened to. I, he he blew up under X's tutelage. Yeah. No, he got. If it wasn't for that song, that, he had a track called "Overwhelming," right, where mm-hmm. he was fucking in like a bodega, like showing off his fucking fidget spinners. Yeah, and that's and that's Weird. fine. Like, but just listening to him, you can tell that that's what he comes from, like the yeah. X camp. Um, so I thought he had a better ear for beats. He's closer to a lot of what artists are doing now. Um, again, he doesn't do anything to set himself off, uh, set himself apart. But I think he blends more seamlessly than Zan does into the, you know, genre or sub genre that they are. Um, so I thought that he could be something better than what he is, but he's 16, you know what I mean? Like it's too early to tell, but like Lil Xan, I think he's already hit his peak pretty much. Like he's never going to be better than he is now. So if I had, if I had to, had to pick, I I said it was like comparing apples to apples. Like they're both the same, (laughs) you know, they're not, neither one of them are really good. Neither one of them stand out. Like, so if I had to get pushed, I would just say Matt's got the only edge because he's so young. Because I don't really see a real defining difference between the two of them. Oh, man. So that means you chose mm-hmm. Matt yep. Ox. And Dylan chose Zan. little half Xanax bar. Yep. Right? Yeah. Oh, damn. Because I was going to choose Xan just because I didn't like Ox's music. But Dwayne makes a really good point about he's young. So he's got a lot of time to develop it. I think I'm going to have to go with Ox on that recommendation only. Man, y'all need to get the fuck out of Thank here. You, you, this wax is you swung me. No. Stop being so mean to that, you little kid. <laughs> Listen, the the kids from fucking Philly, all right? Like, no. Yeah. Like, you know how many? Maybe he'll get a taxi. You know who else is from Philly? Black yeah. Thought, Meek Mill. Will Smith. Cassidy. Will Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> I was going to hey, say that. Jedi Mind Tricks, Quest Love. Like, by the way, yeah. all, and no, how all, old are they? All, when did they all start? Of those people are thirty years older than him. Right, exactly. Right, They're not, this dude's not carrying on. So, so in, just coming with this fucking no, no, no. no. In, in fifteen years, you're gonna eat no, those words. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna say. I'm not no. gonna say that. But he is not from an era that would even recognize any of those people as being artists. You know what I mean? Like, That's dude is sixteen. So we are talking 2004. This dude probably doesn't. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Listen, let me get my old man on over here. Fuck this kid. (laughs) Hey, hey, hold on. Hold on. 
Do you guys hear that? Yeah. Well, then answer the fucking door. Who is it coming up next? Listen, we'll get to that. <laughs> I just listen. I'm old. All right. <laughs> we noticed. I just want to. Won't I even answer the door. Drive home the point that like your music sucks, but as a as a as a man to man, I'm concerned about your health. Get your testosterone levels checked. Okay. Fair. That's a very health conscious point. Um, definitely do that, Dylan. Yeah. If we called him out right now, verse to verse, we will find a beat for you. Would you call him out verse for verse? Yeah. Dude, like Dwayne. He like. Can we make a beat happen for a one on one Dylan verse Matt here's Ox the thing. challenge? If you give the dude a beat. He's only gonna write like six lines. It doesn't matter. And he's he's gonna he's I, gonna let's, either let's draw, do this. We'll draw play a it. line out for an eight count, or he's gonna fucking do a four count, and then he's gonna say yo yeah or fucking whatever for four bars. Yeah, Gucci Dylan, gang, Gucci yeah. gang, Gucci Dylan. gang. It doesn't matter. Like, exactly. Gucci like gang. That's, yeah. that's that's the people he listened to. You know what I mean? Like Gucci gang is what six seven years old now, something like that. Like so, dude would have been ten. That'd have been his shit. You know what I mean? So, like, you got to think that these are the people who they look up to. Like, we got Young Thug looking up to Lil Wayne, you know what I mean? And then people looking up to him. You know what I mean? We're just, we're so many steps down from the things that we would call great music. You know, like, I don't like his music, and I'm defending him on the basis that he's 16 and he don't know no better. Like, he, he's got yeah. time to do something. Like, Lil Zan's been around long enough that if he was going to make a move, he would have made a move. I'm not saying either one of them are good. That, it, good. Well, yeah, yeah, we're not we, arguing whatever. if they're good or not. We're just arguing. Are, yeah, we're not arguing which, that which, at all. Which smell of shit you want to have, yeah. Even if it's wrong. <laughs> I just don't think there's a right answer to this question. <laughs> whatever. John. All right, Dylan, lead us in. No, lead us in. Who is? You got to knock and do the whole bit. No, I'm not. Do the bit. I'm not knocking. Who? Do the bit. <laughs> do the bit. Who the fuck is it? All right. I have. Who is it this week? Um, and I've got more than five questions, but that's the way I do things. First of all, you're just surprised that I have it in the first place. So breaking rules over here. What else is new? My name is John. This is what I do. Right. So this artist was nominated for two Grammys. Uh, do you know who it is? Chameleon there. I do not have an answer for did he win. Because I didn't see anywhere that he won, so I'm going to go with no. Uh, I about to say, because it's a horrible thing if you say he's nominated for Grammys and then he, he didn't actually get nominated. He won Grammys. It's a different category altogether. No, no, did not win. Everywhere I saw said nominated. Well, then he's not. Not one there. single place. That is correct. It is not Chameleonaire. Although I kind of wish I'd have done that. <laughs> Dwayne, do you have a guess? Even even a far no, guess? Two, gra okay. two Grammys is too vague of a thing. You can be a... I know. That's why I started with it. Okay. Number two. This artist was tased by the police. And won two Grammys. Or, I'm sorry, was nominated for two Grammys. <laughs> And he was tased by the police. Tased by the police. As a pastor. I was to say Wayne was tased by the police. I don't know if he's got a Grammy or not. Wayne's going to have to have Grammys. Um, I had a guess, but I lost it. Mike Jones. Okay. Wrong. Okay. He also wrote uh, a book about said police brutality being tased by police. Doesn't clear anything nope. up. It's not iced tea. Okay. So, here's a big one, okay? Because I don't know of another artist that has been declared a colonel. Interesting. Did he earn it, or how do you mean like earn it? Because it, it was bestowed upon. No, not been in the service. 
did not officially like go through the ranks and earn Colonel No. Rick Ross. <laughs> no, that's correct. That's, that's correct. Now, <laughs> Officer Ross, to you. <laughs> My bad, Officer Ricky. <laughs> okay, here's another one. I have three left. Let's see if we get through all of them. Because so far I've done four. So I've beat you guys so far, but I've been very, very vague. He was born in Oakland, California, and then relocated himself to Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, that makes him probably one of the nappy roots, which you know narrows it down to six. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, do you yeah, think? Well, nappy, there's, there's only like a handful of rappers from Kentucky that you would possibly know. And that's fair. Nappy Roots has the fair. greatest pool, so six. Also so I fair. Couldn't pick, I couldn't pick one Dylan, out you... without cheating. No. Well, don't that's cheat because that's, that's not what I'm this is. I couldn't pick one out, one of the six without looking I, it up. That's wanted, that's why I have another two questions. I wanted to say Trick Daddy, but he's from Florida, Miami, Dade County. Trick Trick Daddy is not. He'd be it. a good one. Nobody okay. knows about Trick. He he would be a good one. Um. This artist um, appeared in an episode of Catfish. Ooh, Cardi B. Oh. No. Oh, dude. I saw this the other day. Holy shit. Who is it? Oh, fuck. I'm mad now. Oh, I am so mad. Hold on. It's the one that left the group. And I can't remember who it is. Because it wasn't, it's not the one that's still in the group. And it's not big. I think you guys are right, but I'm not sure. Oh, God damn You'd it. have to say a name. Go tell the DJ to crank it. Go tell the DJ. That's who it is. I just can't remember who sang the song now. It's with Manny Fresh. Shit, I don't know. Here, I'm going to give you the last one because Dwayne's basically got it. Due to contrib- con- contributions of this artist and the group Nappy Roots they are a part of, Kentucky governor made a holiday to uh, dedicated to the group, which is where I thought, if nothing else, you guys would get. Yeah, yeah it was, but yeah. you guys got that. Yeah, poor folks. And it, uh, yeah, I remember that. Hey, it's Nappy Roots Day. Yeah, from the second. Yeah, oh, from the second yeah. Album. Uh, oh, what is okay? How name? how about this? Profit. Let me uh, give you profit. one more clue. Profit. Ooh, got him. I only he got it. Profit left the group. Oh no, nah, hell no. Nah. That's by Big B. Uh, big uh, Big V. Later on, like on the third project. Uh, yeah, the group. But, but that is correct. Profit is the one we were looking for. Our profit. Yeah. Anybody who doesn't know who that, that was a good one should look up uh, Run Tell That uh, featuring Manny Fresh by Our Profit from 2009, 10, something like that. Um, but it's that shit. But yeah, no, that was a good John, one. like, if if there wasn't seven, there'd be no way. I'd have got to nap your roots and that'd have been be stuck. We'd have been shooting in the dark. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, and that's the way I kind of like to do it. I, I will give you guys probably four or five very, very, very vague ones that because I don't know how to trick you guys without being just outright not telling you what it is. Yeah. So I figure the one clue I can give you is probably going to be the one where you get it. Where you did. Eventually. But anyway. Eventually. I'm glad you guys got it. That was dope. Yeah, it was interesting because, like, for a minute, like, you were talking about being tased, and I'm like, you know, Ollie from the Lunatics was tased. You know what I mean? And yeah. he was with Nelly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, the Lunatics, and, like, the possibility of him having a Gram, uh, you know, two Grammy nominations isn't too far out there. Yeah. I was just, no, that's fair. That was a good line of thought. Yeah, so I was just like, okay, you can pick the local boy, which is good. That's crazy. That was a good one. All right. right. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad I could uh, provide for you guys a little bit of humor. Are we moving on to John's Make a Playlist, Dylan? Yeah. Now streaming on Spotify. Now streaming on Spotify. Spotify. Oh, and you guys are going to love this. I have a couple of modifications to said playlist this week. Something that is new. In the second season, I guess now. Are you putting your own things on the playlist? Okay. Um, let's see. Nope, not yet. But I, I, yes, I will be adding stuff. These are a couple of removals, and a uh, mention for something that I actually like that you guys picked up. Nice. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. You want to start with me? Yeah. Go ahead. 
Okay. Well, um, we'll start with the one I liked, right? Because you always want to start on a good note. So as much as I always hated saying that I don't like country or that I liked the Chris Stapleton album that we reviewed, um, one of Dylan's mentions was starting over from that album. Uh, And every time it comes on, I, I actually remember it and go oh i need to like that on my uh playlist yeah that joint's on the radio all over the place right now is it really i haven't been listening to the radio yeah just so you know it's out there you're you're on board with the populace well good because i do like that one um let's move on to the two that i removed the first one that i removed was way too country for me that's a spark. Even though I like Bubba yeah, Sparks, say, we talked about that before. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's fine. Yeah, that I, recommendation was for I found, general people. No, no, that's fair. Um, but as far as it is, it's my playlist. Maybe we'll make another playlist dedicated to the people soon. Um, if we have enough people that shout us out or like something, whatever. Um, but yeah, it, it it's a good song. It's just too country for me. Even though I just like the country, so I know the irony. <laughs> the third. The third one, um, the second one that I removed, um, was the all all that soundtrack. Oh, it what? is a dope. It is a dope song. I really like the song, but on a playlist that I have that may repeat again, I can't I do it. Listen to that song all day on repeat. Oh no, I couldn't. It, it just it just immediately takes me back being at my grandparents house when i was a kid watching that show. oh see i drove to my dad's a couple hours away from me and i threw on the playlist i was like oh this is a great chance to like listen to the playlist because it'll it'll start over and all that came on like four times and i was like no can't i'm not watching tv you gotta take that off maybe eventually it'll make a triumphant return if we have a whole bunch of likes and subscribes and comments or, you know, whatever. Hey, you should just make a shit John didn't like playlist. Ooh, we could do that. I mean, just to, you know, because, you know, maybe people don't agree, but they still want to be able to find it. Fair. So, uh, what what do you guys have for, uh, for my playlist? Dwayne, go ahead and go first. I got why? Why, Dylan? Are you snacking? I thought this was the no snacking season. Sorry, I was chewing tobacco this whole time. Yeah. Oh. All right. Yeah. Let's so, let's move so, on to Dwayne. Yeah. So segue. Um. First one. Uh. And if Dylan hasn't heard this, he's about to look it up and put it on his playlist too. Uh. The song is called "Memories" by Johnny Craig. Uh. For uh, for for fans of Johnny Craig, um. His name alone uh, should be enough to sell people on this song. So it kind of sounds like he's got that on this list too, which is great. Um, my second one is Egotism by Finn Askew, A-S-K-E-W. Uh, it's for fans of like Post Malone, hip-hop singing, radio tunes, that kind of thing. Uh, and my last one is a little bit older of a song. Uh, I think it's late 2019 maybe or early 2020. Um, but it's Crown. C-R-O-W-N by Stormzy, S-T-O-R-M-Z-Y. For fans of UK hip-hop, Drake, Big Sean, that kind of thing. Um, This is off his second big album. Uh, You know, the weight of the world, you know, pretty much on him. And that title, uh, not the title track, the the album is called Heavy is the Head That Wears the Crown. So he's talking about, you know, the weight of what he's wearing. Uh, So it's a Good, good all-around song that'll probably outside of most of our listeners' realms. All right, uh, my first one is "Memories" by Johnny Craig. Nice. <laughs> so there you go, John. You got. You... So the question is: Does he have Both to? Does he have to add it twice? No, uh, I no, can't I add it one. twice. You can add it one twice. <laughs> no, I'm not. Next one is uh, the new Lil Wayne joint, uh, Ain't Got Time. It was cool. My, yeah. my son heard it, and he was like, why does he want to be put in jail? And I'm like, he said the exact opposite. But, you know, he, he, he's six, so. Right. 
And then my last one, also going back, a little farther back than you, Dwayne, from 1986, Guitars Cadillacs by Dwight Yoakam. Guitars and Cadillacs. Good joint. Hillbilly music. John's going to absolutely hate it. Yeah, you might. That one, dude. That one might not actually make it onto the playlist, guys. Just a heads up. Solid song, though. Listen, it is a country song. Yeah, it's great songwriting. Like, actually, listen to the lyrics. It's fantastic. All right, I'm going to surprise you guys next week, and I'm going to bust out all the old school songs that I used to listen to on my dad's records when we were sitting at the crib. Yeah, and you guys are going to be pretty surprised. Maybe. Cool. All right, that does it for this week. We'll be back next week with another album review. Keep on rocking in the free world. Do 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 do. Yeah, we really can't. Like that, <laughs> no, 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 never, never. I can't. I can't jack Nardwar like that. <laughs> no, no, no. That, it's, it's great. He'd be a great guest on here because he'd probably know he about artists guest. who don't have Wikipedia pages. Oh, for sure. And he would know like their fucking kindergarten teachers. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Listen. that would be crazy. Yeah. All right. Everyone wear your masks uh, or get vaccinated if you can. And have your pets spayed or neutered. And, your, and yourself. Thank <laughs> you.